So it's December, and I started thinking to myself, what kind of videos can I do this month? Something wholesome, nice, and Christmas related. But then, the more I thought about it, I'm doing a lot of Christmas videos this month, as I do every month. And for whatever reason, I started thinking about the Disney films, you know, the ones that we all grew up with. The more I was thinking about it, they're wholesome all the time. They don't wait one month a year to shine all the magic and goodness of humanity on us. They have to be whimsical all year round, and that can't be easy. So I decided, screw it, I'm just gonna review all the Disney films. That is to say, all the animated 2D Disney films, with some exceptions. Why? Because I love Disney, and so do you. Oh, you may act like you don't like Disney. You may talk about how it's an evil corporate monster that only gets stronger and stronger the longer we live. But the funny thing is, you don't have a choice. You can bombard us with all the genius, monstrous things that Disney has done in the past. You can argue debatable messages. You can argue debatable ethics. You can even argue debatable stereotypes. But it doesn't matter. Disney has always been there. For most of us, it's the first thing we're introduced to. And that's the genius of Disney, putting all their time and all their effort not in something adult, but in something for children. And once something has your childhood by the balls, it's never gonna leave you. It's there forever. Disney has practically become family to us. It's fairy tales, it's magic, it's everything that we enjoyed and thought was possible when we were younger. And as we grow older, there's a lot of other things to enjoy. The artistry, the creativity, the imagination. There's literally no other word for it but Disney. It's an artistic cultural phenomenon that'll never, ever leave. Now, I'm just gonna state up front that I am directly ripping off Cinemassacre's Monster Madness, where James Rolfe reviews a new monster movie every day of October. I think it's a cool idea, and I wanted to do it with something I really enjoyed, the hand-drawn animated Disney films. The only downside is there's only so many days in December, and there's just a friggin' buttload of these movies. So I'm probably gonna do about three a day, and once or twice I may skip over one. But I'll do my best to comment on as many as possible. And keep in mind, this is just my own personal opinion. If you like or hate any of these films, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just putting out there what I think of some of the most beloved classics of all time. So, sit back and enjoy the month of what I like to call Disney Summer. Let's start off with the very first animated film ever made, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. We often associate the Disney formula with a princess and a big castle and some sort of far-off fairy tale. And even though not all the films are like that, in fact, probably not even the majority, that's the one kids seem to like the most, and it started at the very beginning. Disney knew then that the more timeless you can make something, the longer it'll be around. So, logically, it makes sense to start off with a fairy tale. And as a first film goes, it's pretty damn impressive. I mean, okay, it's not entirely timeless. I mean, the designs are kind of 40s. Some of the characters aren't as developed as children's films are today. And Snow White's singing voice is... Very Betty Boopish. To describe the story is almost silly. We all know it. An evil queen wants to be the quote-unquote fairest of them all, but finds out that there's only one young woman in her way, the Princess Snow White. So she sends a hunter out to kill her, but the hunter is just so blown away by how hot she is, he can't do it. So he tells her to run away, and she comes across a cottage filled with seven dwarves. Which for me as a kid always raised a lot of questions. Are the dwarves related? Are they brothers? Do they all just meet at random? If so, is there a place where dwarves just usually meet? Well, I'm overanalyzing. The queen finds out that Snow White is still alive and puts on a disguise to try and kill her. Kinda strange that she wouldn't just send a henchman or somebody else to do it. I mean, does she only have just the one? But again, overanalyzing. The film is about as basic children's movie as you can get. It's very bright, it's very colorful, but it doesn't try to insult the audience intelligence either. 
As Disney princesses go, Snow White is probably one of the weaker ones, as she is sort of just bland and general nice. But on the upside, she is generally nice. There's nothing really wrong with her, she's just not particularly interesting. To be fair though, she's a lot more engaging than the prince, who only gets about three lines, and most of them are just sung. The dwarfs, of course, is what everybody remembers. The different personalities, the different ways they're drawn, the fact that their emotional status also happens to be their names. That's what the kids enjoy. Adults can enjoy the artistry a little bit more. Not just the bright colors and pretty background, but also some of the scary images they have. While the story itself is not especially dark, it was pretty ballsy to throw in some of this really creepy imagery. The Queen as a villain, when you really analyze it, is a pretty boring villain. She doesn't say much, she doesn't do much. Just a really vain woman is nothing really that fascinating in a kid's film. But what keeps her pretty enjoyable, again, is the animation. She's just drawn great. I mean, she has this permanent frown on her face. I'm trying to think if I ever saw her smile in the film. And of course, the design of her after the transformation is just awesome. It used to scare the crap out of me when I was a kid. But in general, does Snow White hold up as a film, even if you emotionally disconnect it from the fact that you saw it when you were a child? Well, the key word there is emotion. Much like The Wizard of Oz or even Where the Wild Things Are, this is a film that is entirely fueled on emotion. Logic plays very little part in it. And to be honest, I find films like that very fascinating. They don't give you what you logically or ethically want to see, they give you what your emotions want to see. Like the prince comes, kisses her, and they ride off into the castle. Well, okay, how did he find her? Where did he come from? Did they ever have a conversation in the movie? Does it make sense that they would ride off together? Of course not, but that's not what your emotions want to see. They want to see the happiest of endings after the saddest and darkest of moments. Oh, yeah, don't think this scene didn't fuck me up. You can keep Bambi's mom, you can keep Simba's dad. This is the scene that rips me to shreds. Why? Because it's like a wake, literally down to the organ music. How much more depressing can you get? The dwarves aren't just crying, they are sobbing, bawling over the fact that they've lost the only woman that's ever come into their lives. So of course as a young boy, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm tough, it's just a cartoon. It ain't gonna leave an impact on me. Oh no, not Grumpy, not Grumpy, no he was the tough one, not Grumpy, not Grumpy, no, there's no hope for humanity. Just lick your throat right now, there's no purpose in living. But that's just how the film works. It did well to help kids emotionally connect with things that we weren't often used to connecting with. And sure, she comes back to life, they live happily ever after, but we didn't know that. Even if we did, this is still a pretty sad thing to go through. For a little kid, this is pretty heavy. So, apart from it just being groundbreaking as the first animated film, I think actually it does hold up for little kids, and I'd even argue adults. Is it complex? No. Is it engaging? No. But its emotional simplicity does manage to tap into the audience, to a point where we're not even questioning the obvious logical problems that are just staring us in the face. Creating a world for us where happily ever after is okay to believe in. <laughs>